And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thank you so much for joining me. If you can believe it, we only have two shows left before the end of the year. It feels like March with all of the madness going on, which makes me younger, I think. I'm going with that in my mind, although I think Oregano will do the same thing, and I'll talk about that and with so much more health benefits with my guest, Dr. Cass Ingram, here in just a moment. But I had an article come across my desk from a lovely PR person that I deal with that works with Dr. Cass and myself, Mask Wars. And there is a war going on in this country over masks, my friends. Let's put away the tasers and brass knuckles. It's time to have a calm discussion about face masks. And of course, we do have calm discussions here on Across the County because we're all about calm. We're all about common sense. And when I say common sense, that yeah, you, you know who I'm going to bring on. The first name that pops in is Dr. Cass Ingram, one of North America's leading experts on health benefits with, you know, just doing so much in common sense, doing so much with disease-fighting properties of wild medicinal spice extracts and so much more, media personality, TV, radio, he's done it all. Over 30 books, including one of my favorites, The Respiratory Solution, Dr. Cass, it's time. Welcome back, my friend. Yeah, it's good to talk. Uh, this is pretty timely, which is that it looks like the disease we've been covering is worse now for total numbers and just stuff, emergency rooms and things, than it was even during the the heightened, heightened times. So how well is the medical preventive advice of the CDC working anyway? <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going to get into. And it's funny when you bring up at first the emergency room you know, capacity. I've actually talked to a couple of people here locally in San Diego that have had to unfortunately visit the emergency room. And they look around and they tell me, they say, I don't see anybody. So are we being lied to? It's a, it's a big possibility uh, it's, it's, to get the agenda over. It's hit and miss. Uh, there's some finagling. There's some problem areas uh, where people don't pay any attention to their health. And whatever this pathology is, it's knocking them around. But it's not like everything's in capacity mode. That's not happening. But it is here and there a problem. And, uh, you know, but the big thing is it's not any better with all that has been used, touted, uh, described, uh, enforced, mandated, so-called, we're, we're worse off kind of than we were. So you put up those plexiglass shields, those masks and the PPE and the social distancing mandates and the little discs on the floor, and you want to, you'd expect some calming down, but it's not really doing anything. Yeah. Well, we'll get to like the benefits of wild oregano, which we always talk about on the show, but I want to first get into the mask wars. So my first question is the theory of mask wearing is it to protect the wearer from others who have the virus, or is it to protect others from any virus that the wearer might have? What are your thoughts, Dr. Ingram? And, uh, I don't, it, it's supposedly to protect somebody else if you're sick and to protect you from getting sick from somebody, Mrs. Smith's right there chit-chatting and spitting on you. Um, but in reality, the mask is for the surgeon so he doesn't spit in the abdomen of the patient. That would be bad. And that's a, yeah, that's about the only real use because, hey, a virus is small. It'll go right through the mask anyway. So um, there's no evidence that it does anything. Well, I mean, significant. 
Well, that's what cracks me up because you, yeah. you you hear how small these virus particles are with COVID-19 and then you compare them to a majority of the masks that are out there, especially, you know, you know people are buying them from Dollar Tree or wherever. And I'm sorry, it, it, it it's not effective. It goes straight through because they are much smaller than the material these masks are made of. It, it's common well, sense. This is it. Uh, this is it. Plus, uh, if you're you know, maybe you have some germs. You're just going to recycle the germs because you're masked up. You don't have any exchange of fresh air. That Now, the homeless aren't getting it. Uh, people outdoors a lot are really low risk. So, uh, so the problem is like it, being at home, stuck at home, wearing a mask all the time. These are heavily the people who are getting sick, right? So, yeah. Uh, the, the medical approach to this disease is a catastrophic. You... You you get the thing, you get into trouble, and we put you on steroids and high-potency drugs, experimental drugs. You don't do any better. You start to decline, and then we put you on a respirator, and that's 100% fatal in some institutions. That's just not, that's not good enough. What a- uh, it, what about these masks? I know a lot of people talk about the the N95 medical masks that they're yeah. you're supposedly very effective, um, but you got to be careful with those too. Even if you do use them, because you could have you know virus particulars kind of sticking all over the thing. Well, there, none of this is working. This has been a, a, almost a year of battling around, and, uh, and the whole country's in a bit of a chaos now. I mean, if it was a uh, an extreme pandemic, we'd all be down with it. It's obviously a pseudo pandemic. It's not good, um, but it's just worse than it was. I mean, I people I know like are getting COVID nineteen and they're getting the symptoms. Mm-hmm. People I know between uh, twenty five to seventy five years of age. Uh, a couple people that might die because they you know rushed them to the hospital and put the intubation in that aren't relatives or anything but they're friends of friends or mothers of friends mm-hmm. it's just too much of this going around and uh well and that's not to mention uh, the people that are obviously which is most people they're gonna get it if they get it and they're not e- even gonna know that they have it because their body fights it off naturally there's a lot of that yeah a lot of that we probably all have this uh, whatever this covid monster is it's probably in our all of our bodies so what some of us like you and me and we're just not going to get sick. Well, we help, we also, you know, we take care of our immune system and our in our bodies and that's uh, you know, that's half the battle right there. It's not going to say you're not going to get battle. it, but it's going to fight it off. That's half the battle. The other battle is not going to fear it. Yep. You know, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, then if you get you get sick with it, you start to panic instead of doing something about it, which is Okay, where's that oil of oregano Dr. Ingram was talking about, that P73? I want some of that. I want some oregano. And I got the juice and I've got his spray. I'm going to start pounding it. That's what they're doing now. People that listen to me, I'm going to start pounding it. And they're getting better in two or three days or a day. Uh, that type of approach. Okay, let, what can I do to fight this thing off? Is, is the dividing line between the one, doctor, help me, I'm dying. Okay, and some of them die. And the one that says, I'm going to fight this thing until I kill it. You know, that's where it is. You hear a lot of, or you don't hear a lot of, I should say, you and I were talking about off the air, how little about natural health and immunity you hear in the mainstream media. They're talking vaccine, they're talking therapeutics, drugs this, drugs that, but not the way that your body was designed to naturally fight this 
thing off with things that are from the earth that God gave us. Well, the vaccines are, are yeah, exactly. Now, we, we never hear about uh, good quality natural medicines that destroy viruses. No. And that we don't hear about case histories of somebody was dying, they were on the respirator, they rubbed oil of oregano on their feet and shins, and they recovered within just a you know, day or two. Or the people, the 50 nurses that used the oregano spray right in the back of their throat, and none of them got contraction of COVID. Yeah, none of them. That, that, that should be national news everywhere. Uh, so, and then the 18 people we treated, the, and, and, the, and the hundreds of others that I have taken care of with the spice oils, with the natural medicines, with even raw honey and black seed. Some of them have done that. And let's and point out, because I know you and I have talked about it, that this is the raw honey. This isn't just like your generic honey that you would go buy at the supermarket. No, it's not. It's the crude raw honey that uh, uh, would you go to a health food store and you say, well, okay, that's it says 100% raw organic. That's pretty good. Or it says wild honey, yep. wild forest honey or something. That's real good. Or even the most extreme is honey never fed sugar, where the bees are not fed you know, corn syrup and sugar. By the way, manuka is sugar-fed. All raw local honey is sugar-fed. But there's four honeys that they never feed them sugar. And those are the oregano honey, the thistle honey, the, go- the Canadian prairie honey, and I think the other one is the goldenrod. And that's, a, that's primarily the website. You study that and, you know, get your store to carry it and whatever. Yeah, go check it out. You can all, all the good information on a lot of the stuff that, you know, you could benefit from is at CassIngram.com. Cass Ingram and also Oregano.com to p- plug in honeys. But now, but the point is that if you eat raw honey and you use the spice oils, you're pretty much immunized from a severe case of COVID-19. And you add in black seed oil. And I'll tell you why. Black seed oil and honey, uh, as well as the, especially the oregano oil, they, they turn down the cytokine storm. There's a gene in our body, and it, rah, when we get the chimpanzee virus in us from the vaccine or we get this COVID bat virus in our system, the body goes, rah, and all the cytokine comes out. So you just take the knob, the genetic knob, and you turn it way down with the, with the spice oils. That's excellent. In case you've just joined us, Dr. Cass Ingram, author of The Respiratory Solution, is our guest here to help us take a collective breath, because you got to take your mask off in order to do that, I just want to remind you, and review some myths and facts and findings about the COVID-19 virus, about masks themselves. And there's also a big myth out there that if you get exposed, speaking of myths, to the coronavirus while you're wearing a mask that the number of virus particles infecting you, well, that's going to be reduced. So you're not going to become sick. This is the furthest thing from the truth. You're- oh, yeah. No, I, most, of, most of the cases I'm talking to, or at least half, are wearing masks yep. that are getting positive diagnosis, getting sick. And I just talked to a guy that was you know, developing a terrible pimple on his nose okay. from the mask, and we gave him the oregano oil. Uh, the P73, and ate the the pimple off uh, within the day. So this natural medicine thing is a big daddy. And uh, I don't know, those who are using it, they're not getting sick. They're going to survive. Those who refuse to use it, I don't know. But we have to popularize this so that at least people say, well, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, 
Oregano oil is good for that. Oh, I'll get some. You know, give everybody a chance. Yeah, you got to do a lot of your own research, which you and I always promote here on the radio. And uh, I was reading a quote while getting ready for this interview by uh, Dr. Dennis Rancourt, PhD. And he says, we live in a fishbowl of tiny viruses floating all around us. Even if masks worked 100 percent when worn properly, the slightest momentary misfit of the mask renders it irrelevant. That's a home run. That's that's the point right there. Yeah, that's the point. And of course, you have the issue of uh, suppressing your immune system by uh, what you call uh, hyperventilation. Oh yeah, your oxygen, the oxygenation, the oxygen levels that you're that with the mask on is severely reduced. Right. I had a 31 year old. He was trying to do his own thing and he wearing a mask while he was mowing his lawn, sweating, okay. and uh, suddenly, 31 year old has a stroke. They take him to the hospital. They start evaluating. His oxygen is way low, and the doctor says. You shouldn't be wearing a mask uh, mowing a lawn. You just, you killed yourself. You nearly died. You cut your oxygen. Wow. See, that's not even common sense. Why would you wear a mask when you're mowing the lawn? You're inhaling all those wonderful, you know, grass chemicals. They're antiseptic that they are and fresh air and moving around. You're not going to get COVID-19 on the lawnmower. No, you're not. And, and let's bring that a step further, at least here in California. Uh, now, gyms are currently closed. But when they did open, they said, okay, you can go back to gyms. You need to wear a mask while you're in the gym. I immediately canceled my membership. And I told them, when your policy is taken back, where I can come in there without a mask, I will come back. It is ludicrous that anybody would do hardcore exercise or even go running around the block with a cloth mask in front of your face where you're basically going to pass out if you're not getting the right amount of oxygen. Bad one. Extremely bad, and fatalities have already occurred. And I told you about the guy with the stroke. Yeah. So, uh, we don't have to wait around till the news report. We've got, we've got corpses already. Yeah, Noah here and across uh, the county. You know, and and, and I and I think Dr. Cass Ingram, we could have already avoided so many fatalities, not just yeah, people have literally died of the coronavirus. That is tragic. A lot of people have died because they've have they've had to wear masks. A lot of people have died because of the emotional and mental suppression that they're they're being isolated. Well, and you take the kids, you can't take them out of school and you can't to make them stand six feet apart. You can't put a mask on them. You know, you must have some agenda or something. You can't because you're not using your common sense. And maybe you have a deal with the mask manufacturer. Maybe you have a deal with the plexiglass. Maybe you're making a deal with some, you know, cabal. But you're not, you're not, I mean, you're not concerned about us. No, not at all. If if they if if concern about the human race, then why don't you tell us where COVID-19 came from? Why don't you tell us about the pigs? The bats, Fauci uh, digging around the anuses of the bats and bringing that to Wuhan. Why don't you kind of just reveal a little of this stuff so we can study it? Oh, no. You tell us, listen, what's that, 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 that sawed-off son-of-a-gun says? Listen to what we tell you, this Fauci guy. Oh, yeah, he's even telling you now. He's even telling you now. This cracks me up. I'm sure you've heard the quote, and this is is more of a paraphrase now because I don't remember. But basically, he says, America likes their freedoms, but now is the time to do what you're told. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, he absolutely said that. So he's working for somebody. I don't know who's paying the paycheck, but... 
But anyway, I wouldn't pay any attention to this guy. Uh, he's going to be the one that's going to have the egg on his face because the vaccine he's mandating. Oh, boy. People. Yeah, and we'll get into that right now on Across the County. Dr. Cass Ingram, my guest, author of The Respiratory Solution. Go to CassIngram.com. Let's head into vaccines for just a moment because there's a lot of people right now that unfortunately are lining up and they're like, yep, okay, it's been tested, it's approved, let's get going. And you're having a lot of your health professionals take kind of the first doses and these things are bad because you and I have talked about on the air. And again, if it's your right, if you want to take the vaccine, go go right ahead. But as you and I have talked about, a lot of these have gotten through and approved because they were given things to suppress the symptoms that they were getting, these side effects that they were getting during these trials. Tells you that the vaccine doesn't work. Right. They were what they were so concerned that uh they would publish on. They made everybody before they took to take the Tylenol two weeks before, so that you didn't show any symptoms, so we could disguise the the data. Uh, you don't do that in the clinical trial. You only do that if you're uh, attempting to deceive. And uh, and then the other thing is, Pfizer has has tried to cover up the fatalities because there have been deaths already. And these were in the healthy people. Yep. If you take the the number of deaths, say five per forty thousand, in the healthy, and you figure you and you you address a hundred million vaccinated, that means, well, maybe ten per forty for, per fifty thousand of the healthy. So take ten and divide fifty thousand into a hundred million. You get quite a few thousands of people just dying from the inoculation. So what do you can try to save, I don't know, 10, 10 or 20 or 30,000 people and then kill 10 or 20, 30,000? Uh, it's not a good approach. We should be using something that would save all the people right. and not kill anybody and not paralyze and not give you Bell's palsy and not cause you to be on the ER from anaphylaxis. And that's why you go down the route of some of these natural remedies like your wild oregano. Guess what, people? The side effects are none. Yeah, there's zero side effects and zero risk of fatality. Zero risk. In fact, we use it for anaphylactic. If somebody's got a reaction, if somebody's bee stung, stings, uh, got a spider bite, they're reacting to the food, they're reacting to the peanut, and their throat starts closing off, then we give them the oil of wild oregano uh, as an effective anaphylactic yeah. and, and, and a histamine, you see. I think what a lot so. of people don't realize, Dr. Cass, is when they take the vaccine, and, and if you know this, that's fine, but I'm pointing it out because it, it, it's, it's at the baseline of where the vaccine is, any vaccine, they are injecting you with the virus. So if you've taken precaution, even if you believe in masks and you've done your social distancing, uh, the second you get that inoculation, you are injected with the COVID-19 virus. Well, here's the real problem is that the injected will start shedding pathogens, yep. shedding, shedding, and they'll create many epidemics, pocketemic epidemics on top of the existing pandemic. It's just going to get, if you, if you inoculate, uh, say, uh, 50 million or 100 million Americans, you'll see a catastrophe. You'll see instead of them gripping the the nations in this in the countries now or the the states, they'll squeeze them with with the a vice. You won't even be able to breathe. You won't even be able to walk. You won't even be able to go to shopping. 
without all sorts of draconian measures taken against you because you'll start to see people dropping dead in the street. You'll start to see nurses and doctors falling off dead. And that's not happening yet. But it will happen with mass vaccination. It happened in 1918, mass vaccination, and then you had the, the deaths. It happened in 2009, 80,000 cases of uh, extreme illness in England from GlaxoSmithKline's uh, catastrophe. And it, it, it happened in 1976 when they quit the vaccine, remember? Because everybody yeah. got Guillain-Barre syndrome. Well, thank God right now, Dr. Cass, there's a lot of people that are still saying, you know what, I don't know enough about this vaccine, so I'm not going to take it. I don't care who approved it, which is a good thing. So what I tell people now, and I know you would tell people the same, is... Do your research. Look into all the particulars, how this thing works, and don't just buy it off of the mainstream media yes. so, so that you know at the end of the day whether this is good for you or it's not, and you and I both know the answer to that. Yeah, well, we're not even telling anybody what to do. We're no. telling them about it. Exactly. And then they can, they can invest, like you said, they can investigate it. And we're telling them what will happen. I'm predicting that we'll see extreme draconian measures against the common people as 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 the vaccine aggravates the situation we saw the nurse who fainted she said ah yeah i'm gonna i, I i'm excited about the vaccine uh, uh. she fainted right there yeah right after getting the inoculation uh, and then you had the ones in alaska that had the terrible shock reaction uh, you you just unfortunately you're going to see some doctors and nurses that are going to die and that's unfortunate okay. i mean it's yeah. Well, right here and across the county, I'm Noah, Dr. Cass Ingram, my guest. Let's get back to the masks for just a moment, because I know people have seen the YouTube video of the high school mom being tased. She was cuffed by security guards, all because she didn't want to mask her, um, wear a mask at her son's football game. You know, they very easily could have asked her to leave. Um, then there's people that are airline passengers refusing to mask up. Um, you know, people are all enraged that, you know, now, now they're being put at risk. How about we just have simple discussions? How about, you know, that you go up to somebody, if, if it bothers you that much, say, hey, you're not wearing a mask. Could you put one on? And most likely they'll say no, and most likely they'll leave. Why is it got to be such an angry discourse between people when... Uh, it's bad that people are uh, concerned about their own mortality to such a degree that they'll, they'll dive out of their own space and come after you. Yeah. Uh, that's what's going on. And, and so... <laughs> They don't have any information that you're you're going to make them sick because you're just standing there talking on the phone without a mask. There's never been any published information, uh, but this just shows you that people are divisively divided uh, concerning their own mortality, their own their own risks. It's only because they're con it's just like a funeral. Nobody's really concerned about the deceased. They're thinking about their own. Uh, mortality it's true situations well it, it's good whether you're pro mask or not and you and i both obviously are not uh and you're listening to this uh, let it let it resonate take a step back and you know just be be civil to one another just because we differ on you know certain uh, uh, policies of how to get things done here in the country whether you're talking about masks or vaccines doesn't mean you need to get angry and there needs to be a, no, a civil I, war I, about you, it if, if you want to wear a mask, you wear a mask. If you don't want to wear one, don't wear one. Exactly. A lot of times I tell people, you don't have to wear that on here. I'm Dr. Oregano. I, I fumigate it myself, let alone you. The best thing you could do is get close to me. Exactly. I purposely, I purposely 
go right up to COVID-19 victims. I, and I purposely give them osteopathic treatments, either post-COVID or active COVID. Mm-hmm. I've got to get their diaphragm working. Yep. I do not have any fear whatsoever of this virus. And that is Even the though bi- I'm recovering from a surgery, my a dental surgery, uh, I'm not, I mean, it's not the best time to be exposed, but I could use the oregano like I did after the dental surgery. I use the oregano every hour or two to get through it instead of the antibiotics. But if I got COVID, because I'm putting myself right in the midst of it, yep. I would just guzzle that juice of oregano, the oil, the oregano material. The I'd pound myself with a spray. I did it in the clinical trial with active cases already in human trial. I'm trying to do three other clinical trials so that when the vaccine collapses, people are going to go like, what do we do now? Well, then we can you know, show people that, look, take the oregano oil. You'll manage through this. That's right. And, and what people can can realize is, do your research. You are going to find that this vaccine will most likely collapse upon itself. You're going to need something to fall back on. And it should be what we're all doing right now, which is taking your natural health and your immunity at top-notch, number one priority, which brings me to one of my last questions, because I'm intrigued by this. I, I saw this in, in the re- write-up. You say you have developed a virtual mask, Dr. Cass. Now, it consists of essential oils, which can protect against viral infection by being sprayed into the sinus or throat. So, yeah. tell us about it. The virtual mask is to use the sinus bay leaf clove bud uh, spray. You pump it in morning and night on each nostril, and you use the oregano spray with the clove bud, and you, you spray yourself, you spray your back of your throat. Uh, that's, that's more effective than, than PPE or plexiglass or shields or masks. You're, you're, you're using essential oils to, to desiccate the germs, to put those essential oils on your mucous membrane so the germ can't get there. Uh, that's more effective than barrier, the barrier uh, techniques. And you could use this on the barriers to make the barriers more effective, to make them do something. So now your mask has essential oil and you're not spewing your own germs and they're growing on the mask. You're at least keeping things clean. So you can, you know, you can appease other people and then also know that you're protected at the same time. You could do that if you have a workplace that uh, is hostile and so on. But the fact is, the average American can't be wearing a mask all year. They're oh, you and I have talked about it. Yeah, they're going to get some kind of problem from that. Well, you, you mentioned and, the, you know, you mentioned the thirty-one-year-old who was simply mowing his lawn and he yeah. wore a mask. And what happened to him? Not good things. Yeah. No, not good. And we don't know how many other cases like that. Now, okay, when this first happened. People started dying and dropping dead in China, just dropping, you know, dropping in the film. I thought, well, I've, I've got to go out to Seattle in COVID hot zone, give some couple lectures. So I wore a mask on the airplane. And then when I deplaned, I took it off. It was too uncomfortable. Not a single other person in the airport or on the airplane had a mask on. Mm-hmm. It's just gone too far. Instead of masking here and there where it might be, uh, maybe, now that I learned more, I don't think so, but we, we're doing stupid things like putting a mask on a two-year-old. Yeah. Uh, they can't fly to Disneyland if they have, don't have a mask or whatever. 
uh, and we're you know putting plexiglass shields are the most absolutely inane thing in a gas station. You need the free exchange of air. The ger- that's just going to collect germs. Those those shields. You just cough on those. And the and the and there'd be some nice germs for the next person. No, it's like when they were telling us to wash our hands all the time, which you should wash your hands and you should use hand sanitizer. But to do it all the time, you're getting rid of all of the good bacteria yeah. that actually help you fight things off. Well, that's true, and you're breaking down the skin barrier so that it allows viruses and other germs to attack your body. Yep, you're taking off the essential oils and the sebum and all that, you know, waxes and things. It's gone too far. You had people now who buy Clorox wipes and wipe down every food. Others who won't leave their home now for nine months. So uh, it's America. It's it's only America has gone to this level of extremism. I'm going to give one final uh, mask factoid. You can make a comment and then I'll have uh, you give out your website where people can go and get some great information. Whether one wears a surgical mask, cloth mask, or no mask, the Action of coughing releases a similar quantity of viral particles into the air. That's from a study done by Sung Han Kim of South Korea. Another checkmate kind of a statement right there, my friend. It is. And, uh, and if somebody coughs, most of the time there's nothing in there to be concerned about. But you just make sure you've got that virtual mask. You're using the spray. You're using the sinus oregano. You're taking your oil of wild oregano. Uh, maybe you're using this oregaris, special, special stuff that it is. You're taking a couple capsules twice a day. They can cough and hack right on you, and you'll be you know, okay. Exactly. Now, could we get COVID-19 by being massively exposed? We know what this is, but we see 20 people are in a room, and two people get it. Something's going on. Uh, the, why don't the other 18? We don't know. But So that's where the virtual mask is a necessity, because... You can't hide in in a in your home for two years. You'll go out of your complete mind. I mean, we've only been dealing with this really in a severe case since about March. And a lot of people I know personally that are having mental and emotional challenges because they cannot take this social distancing isolation for very much longer. It, it's destroying yeah, I people. I agree. I don't think we should be doing it, uh, any of this stuff. And we should just be fighting this thing off. Uh, going about our business. Now, I just had a Christmas party okay. with 50 people, shoulder to shoulder, sitting next to each other. None of them are going to get sick. But I put diffusers around, and I put, uh, I took the oregano spray, and I just sprayed it a little bit. I wouldn't even if I didn't do that, they'd be okay. But uh, we we can't do it, people. Don't do this to yourself. No, it's not. It's not worth it. It really isn't. So where can people go? But, you know, also, I was going to say they can go to get information and review your catalog of health and wellness books. But they could also find your podcast there because I love promoting your podcast. Yeah, yeah the podcast and things that everything kazingram.com, kazingram.com. And the new book, uh, How to Avoid Forced Vaccinations, should be up there. Kazingram.com is your website, non-commercial. And then uh, oregano.com, so you could study those unusual medicinal honeys. Study the oregano oil that you can make a good decision on. Study the oregano uh, spray and uh, the sinus oregano injection, uh, all these things. Uh, evaluate this. Nobody says buy anything. No, no. That, that's what internet I was... you study and you make a decision for yourself, your family. That's how it is. Which is what you and I always talk about. It's about personal responsibility, my friend.
Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You go shopping. You go. To, you make that decision. And we I will tell I, you not what to do. We'll tell you what is ideal for your own protection. And then you make the decision. And I love your new book, which is very timely because there are, there is a possibility that there may be a forced vaccination on the way. So people are going to need to be ready so they know what to do. Think about it. We love going to Cancun. You mean you, I can't go and, okay, I didn't want the vaccine. Okay. Okay. We're going to succumb. That's a forced vaccination. That's right. You can't get into school. Oh, well, we don't want this child's already reacted to the MMR. But you're not going to be allowed in school. Oh, you see, you're not going to be allowed in the concert. You're not going to be allowed. You have to have the information so you know what to do if and when that time comes. That's right. How to avoid forced vaccination. How to avoid forced vaccinations at CassIngram.com. All the information. Only as a download now. Get it. Study it, and uh, we'll take it from there, people. Yeah, take it from there. Listen to his podcast. Get all the information. CassIngram.com is always a wealth of common sense and information, my friend. And I'm sure, you know, a month will pass by, and we'll have you back on the show to uh, bring it all back into reality and see if we've actually made some improvements. Sounds like a great idea. Noah here and across the county. Go to CassIngram.com, and we'll catch him on the next time we have him on in 2021, if you can believe it.